What is up, everyone? How are you guys doing today? I got my AirPods on and I'm in my backyard, so I hope you guys can hear me well. Uh, but in this in this episode, I really want to break down, you know, a couple concepts for you guys. I just finished a book called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. And uh, man, what a great book. If you guys haven't uh, read it before, I'll kind of give you guys a quick overview of it. But I'd love to give you some takeaways I got out of it so you can apply it into your own life. So you know how it goes. I'm going to cue the intro and I'll see you guys in the show. Peace. So the big question is this, how do we overcome stuttering without years of speech therapy, expensive ear devices, or old school methods that don't really work in the real world? And how do we master our stutter so we can become the confident and fluent speakers we all deserve to be? That is the question, and this is the podcast that will give you the answer. My name is Daniel Francis, and welcome to the Master Your Stutter Podcast. So what's up, everyone? Um, so, you know, in brief, in a brief summary of the book, if you haven't heard of it, Napoleon Hill is the author of uh, the, I would say, one of the most successful personal development books called uh, Think and Grow Rich. And um, long story short of the book, but he, he basically interviews uh, the most successful people at that time. It's probably back. Well, this is in the 30s, roughly. And whether it's Henry Ford, Thomas Edison, and a bunch of other uh, highly successful businessmen and, and just successful people as a whole. And he built what's called Take and Grow Rich. And before that book, it was called Law of Success. And um, again, it's just principles of what makes successful people successful. Um, a year later, uh, roughly a year later, he wrote a book called Outwitting the Devil. And he actually he wrote the manuscript. I believe back in 1929, and uh, the book didn't get published until 70 years later. His wife, Napoleon's wife, Napoleon Hill's wife, uh, felt it was so controversial um, that religious leaders and school teachers, the school system would just devour him, so he didn't, he didn't publish it. And then I believe his son or his nephew got the book. Um, probably in like the 60s or the 70s. And uh, his wife thought it was so controversial that she said, no, I don't want you to publish it until I'm, you know, until I'm passed away. So they waited until about 2011 to, to publish it. And it's a really amazing book because it's basically Napoleon Hill having or doing, sorry, an interview with the devil. And the devil, in his own words, to simplify it is, uh, the fear uh, in life or what holds people back. And, and he has a conversation with the devil of, you know, the, you know, the problem with society, you know, how the devil controls most of the people today and why uh, people actually create their own hell on earth. And obviously, I'm not going to go into detail, but I'll give you some, you know, really good overview that or really good uh, tips that I got out of it. Um, one of the first thing that I really got out of it was he says 98 out of 100 pe people are controlled and are, you know, I don't want to say taken over, but I, I think the word controlled is actually better. 
but by the devil, 98% of people out of 100 people, and only two, and only two people of what he calls non-drifters, um, don't have the devil controlling them. And essentially, what he says are 98 people who are controlled by the devil are called drifters. And what a drifter is is someone who just doesn't really have a purpose or an aim in life, and they just kind of drift through everything in life, right? They drift through school. They drift into the first job they can get. They drift into a relationship or, you know, get, get married. And they're, and they're constantly living a life of being filled, um, being upset, um, or being, uh, you know, just not happy. You know, they, they drink or they do drugs or they're just... They're just living day by day and essentially living for the weekend, you know, or just living to live. And the majority of their life is they're in fear. They're worried. They're anxious. Um, they have anger, you know. Um, you know, they're not in harmonious relationships with others. And the other two out of 100 people are non-drifters, meaning that they have a purpose in life. They have aim. They're definite in everything they do. They're focused um, on a big mission, and whatever kind of comes in their way, they're not they're not drifting to one side or the other. You know, I, I almost look at it like a boat. It's just like you know, everyone has you know, it's, it's almost like someone's life. It, you can imagine a person in a boat, and most people they kind of just drift with the waves. If the waves are going east, they go east. If the drift if the waves are going west, the boat drifts west. Whereas a non-drifter is almost someone who's in who's in their who's in their boat and they have um, oars, and no matter how big the waves are, they keep pushing through. No matter what the temporary defeat is, no matter what the obstacle is, they don't give up. And what he says is a lot of people they give up after two or three times. And that's really how the devil takes control of them. That's how the devil gets into their head and their brain and their mind and puts the fear, puts the worry, and they lose motivation and they lose their ambition. They kind of just settle. And then he gets to the next level, which is he calls what's called hypnotic rhythm. Where what happens is, and very similar to how neural pathways are built, um, someone just will drift for so long that that just becomes their normal routine. And they basically get to a point where that's just hypnotically, that's just how they operate in every aspect in life. And it's almost like once they hit a point, the devil has full control of them. And they are unable to kind of go back into a non-drift because they're, just, they're in a hypnotic rhythm. And he, and, you know, and he talks about more in depth of like how... And this is why it was so controversial, because the teachers are essentially putting people into a drifting state. They take them away from being definite, and they take away, and it takes away the confidence. He talks about how the schooling system sets people up for failure, or he talks about the biggest problem. He talks about how religious leaders, you know, instill, instill fear into the people that go to church. That if you do something wrong, you know, you're going to go to hell, and there's, you know, you're going to... You know, you're going to meet the devil with the, you know, with the, um, the pitchfork and the tail, right? And you're going to, you know, burn for eternity or whatever the case is. 
And he says society is built to create drifters. And, you know, if you look at your own life right now, I'm sure you can think of some people that just kind of settle for everything. They kind of settle for whatever job they can get. They settle for whatever relationship they get. They settle for whatever is kind of going on in their life. And even though when maybe when they were younger, they were dreamers, right? This is why if you ever heard that line, I think it's by Earl Nightingale, you know, most people um, die at 25, but never get buried, but don't get buried till they're 65. Meaning that they have all these dreams when they're 25 years old and blah, blah, blah. And before, by 25, um, they don't actually accomplish it of what they thought. And they just kind of settle for what they have. And they just continue that path till they're 65, 70, 75, 80. Obviously, until they pass away. 100, hopefully, for me. <laughs> um, but I, I, I thought it's, it's, it's a very interesting book. And one of the biggest takeaways I got out of it was being very definite in your path in life and understanding that there's going to be setbacks. And what he also talks about, which was a really cool idea, he talks about adversity or failure. And he says, the devil says, um, you know, this is how I really grasp people, which is, um, you know, failure, people think is actually a bad thing. And what tends to happen is people will, you know, they might start a business and they'll fail after two, three months and then never go back to it. Or they'll try something new to go and accomplish whatever dreams they have and they fail. And for a lot of people, you know, people think failing is bad. And that's really how the devil will grasp you and put you into a box saying, see, I told you you can't do it. But for the non-drifters, they look at adversity and failure as building blocks to become uh even greater because with every failure comes a seed of equivalent benefit, meaning that on the other side of failure is a big learning lesson. They would have never learned that if they didn't go through the failure and what he calls a non-drifter. And that's essentially, you know, what you want to become is a non-drifter is someone who no matter how many times they fail, no matter how many times they get pushed down, they keep getting back up. And, you know, these are, these are amazing, you know, these are, again, these are simple concepts, but if you really start to understand it, you know, I, I, I know for myself, you know, I have my own personal goals. And one of the biggest things that are hap- that's, that's really happening to me is I'm very focused on a specific aim. And the aim is bigger than anything I've ever done before. It's a goal. And, you know, I've set this goal in the past before, but I've never actually achieved it. And, you know, before actually reading this book and before it actually, I don't know where this idea came to me, but it was almost like become very obsessive with the goal that you want to accomplish and just focus on that goal. And I'm very definite in it. And that's really what the book was talking about, like have a goal and be very definite in it. And the devil can take control of you. And that's kind of how I'm operating right now. And what's happening is it's crazy. Like I'm so close to the goal because I'm so focused on it. Like I'm so obsessed over it and no matter how big the waves are, okay, no matter how many obstacles I'm being hit by, no matter what challenges I'm going through, because I'm so focused on it, I'm so definite in it, I'm not looking at a temporary failure as something where I've lost, but just learning lessons. I'm getting that much stronger and I'm not losing the vision that I set up for myself and what's happening and I'm so close to it right now, which I never was able to get there before. So I really want you to get that. And, and this is a great concept that, that, you, that you can apply to um, 
you know, your communication, you can apply it to your career, you can apply in your sales role, you can apply in so many different places. But the devil will take control of you. And in other words, fear will take control of you if you are not definite in the focus of where you want to go. So, for example, if you want to overcome your stutter and say, you're like, you know what, uh, I want to learn to public speak because I know if I learn to public speak, as Daniel says, um, that I will, you know, I've learned from Daniel and he says that if I learn to public speak, I'll overcome my stutter. You know, go and try that. And even if you mess up a couple times in front of a group of five or ten people or even a group of, you know, with three or four people, don't get overwhelmed that you failed, right? Be very definite and focused on that vision of I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to keep doing speeches. I'm going to keep telling stories in front of groups of people over and over and over. And even though I'm stuttering and I'm not going to look back as like, you know, I'm a failure. You know, I, I, I'm doing it, right? It's just temporary defeat. It's actually not failure. You only fail if you, if you give up, if you don't continue going down the path. This can be applied in your career. If you're going through, you know, speaking up in meetings or giving presentations or talking to colleagues or just meet, just talking to a stranger and trying to just speak with absolute confidence. Or if you're in a sales job and you keep getting, you know, rejection, 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 it's just temporary failure. And the worst thing you could do is get into a place where I can't do this. The devil takes control of you and you get into hypnotic rhythm where everything you do, you've kind of built this habit for yourself or this neural pathway of when I try something and I do it X amount of times and it doesn't work out, I quit. You don't want to create that as a reality for yourself. So I really hope you got uh, some tips and good feedback out of this, but I want to ask you a question. You know, you know, what is your definite purpose in life? What is your goal in life? What are you focused on? You know, and have you made the decision that no matter how hard it gets, you're not going to give up. Have you made that decision yet? Have you told yourself, no matter what happens in my day-to-day, I'm going to keep pushing through because I'm not going to let fear overtake me and I'm not going to waste years and years and years and years of my life. And, you know, it, it's it's funny because, you know, also in the book, again, I'm just scratching the surface of it, but even the book talks about how there's generational mindsets. So it's like, you know, the grandmother fear and the grandfather lived in fear and then the and then their daughter and their son lived in fear and then their and then their kids live in fear and it's almost like this generational thing and i know for myself you know no one in my family has ever uh, gone into you no know, real business they've never gone into sales or they don't really public speak like no one really does that in my family and i know for so long i lived with that anxiety that i could never do it but i kept pushing i kept pushing I was like, I'm going to break my genetics. I'm going to break the pattern that my family has. And I did that. And, you know, I'm in a completely different place right now. And I could have been the same person I was when I was born, when I was growing up, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, when I was in my younger 20s. But now I'm 28 years old and I'm a completely different person. It all stemmed from being definite in what I want in life, not letting temporary defeat affect me and not letting the generational thoughts of my parents and of my grandparents and whatever the, the case you want to say affect me to this day. And that's, that's how I broke out of hypnotic rhythm within my, um, within the negative side within my family. So 
Again, I really hope that makes sense. Apply the stuff. Tell me what you liked out of it. Tell me your feedback. You know, you, you can always email me at daniel at maxyourstutter.com. Hope you enjoyed this. If you haven't got the book, just go on Amazon. It's called um, Napoleon Hill Outwitting the Devil. So I'll definitely be reading more books and give you guys as much info as I can from my end. So with that being said, I hope you have an amazing day. I'll see you guys later. Peace. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Now, I don't know if you've seen my free training or not, but you definitely want to check it out. I share my three secrets on how to overcome stuttering and be a confident speaker. So hop on over to MasterYourStutter.com and be sure to watch the training. After the training, you will qualify for a free strategy session with me over the phone. You don't want to miss this. So thank you again and see you on the next show.